Hello and welcome to Uncorked with Friends. I'm Holly. And I'm Joe. And it's been a wild week. It's, it's been, been a good week. It's been a busy week. <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, week and a half. Yeah. Yep. Our friends from Baco came from came up to visit. Mm-hmm. They're on like a six-week camping vacation. Uh, and I think they're crazy, but... <laughs> but they're having fun. The kids are loving it. And yeah, they have four kids. So nine, seven, five, and two. Yeah. Holy moly. And they came and hung out with us for a week. And yeah. they're coming back again for... Almost another week. It's uh, been quite the fun time. We've had a good time. Oh, yeah. Lots of laughs. <laughs> Plenty of Lots laughs. Lots of laughs. The uh, kids are a handful, but they're good kids overall. And But aren't all kids at that oh, age? Yeah. I mean, you have four kids, nine and under. And, oh. I know why mom is tired. Yes. I know why mom is tired. I babysat a couple times. And our... Awesome. 14-year-old has babysat quite a bit. I guess maybe we're just used to being past that stage, I guess. I guess. Because it's definitely That's spoiled right. now where we're, it's a lot easier. I mean, we still have our sibling rivalries, but, man, that age, it's the whole, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Touch <laughs> we're past me. that. Yeah. We're definitely past that. And you want to just, like, yell at them, shut up, kids. But <laughs> Josh and Katie do a good job of... Keeping it all together. Those kids are awesome. And taking them on a lot of experiences. I mean, they built out there. three Legos yep. while they were here one day because Josh and they were like legit Legos too. Oh, yeah. They were like little simple Star little Wars things. Yeah, battleship thing. I don't even know. Oh yeah, played board games. Went to Triple Play, which is like an <laughs> indoor activity center with arcades and miniature golf, bumper cars, and an indoor water park. Ropes and, course. Yeah. That was fun. Bowling. We did that one day. We got out on the boat. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Let the kids fish a little. Lost an entire line. Yep. <laughs> one of them, like, cast out. Very first time. Um Dad, my line's gone. No, no, you're, you're, oh, yeah, your line is yeah, gone. Yeah, it was gone. We don't know where it went. <laughs> oh, well. So. The fun of fishing with children. Yes. But then, where have we been? We went to Sawmill for dinner. Took them to Sawmill. In Post Falls. And we took them over. Well, they, we went with some other friends, Corey and Katie, to Beverly's. Beverly's. And, and had dinner there. had dinner, yeah. We celebrated with our friends our <laughs> anniversary. That we forgot. That we did forget. So 17 years and celebrating Katie and Corey's engagement. Yeah, it was. It was a fun night. It was funny. Lots, so Saturday morning we wake up and. I was golfing. You were. I was sitting on the couch enjoying my warm cup of coffee before all the children got up. And he's like, bye, see you later. Gave him a kiss, and off he went. And what, like an hour later? Something like that. I texted, um, happy anniversary. We kind of forgot this morning. <laughs> like, we knew it was coming. We knew it was Saturday. We talked about it. We did. We talked to our friends, like, let's go out for our anniversary. We want to hang out with our friends. Yeah. And, yeah, we kind of forgot. But it all works out. Like, who cares? Yeah. It's a day. And we bought a golf cart. Yeah. 
So happy anniversary to That's us. That's what we did. We just said happy anniversary to each other. So we have a golf cart now that we can drive uh-huh. back. You went and bought a golf cart on Saturday, Saturday or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, even more fun happened. We bought more than just a golf cart. Because when we were at Triple Play, I came home to let the puppies out. And the alarms oh. in the basement were going off. Then we bought a, we just bought two new water heaters. <laughs> Because our basement was leaking or the flooding. I don't even know what you want to call it. Yep. Water heaters were leaking. So, you know, that's what 17 years of marriage gets you is hot water heaters. Yeah, that was our other present to each other. It was really <laughs> exciting. But that's all right. Now we have hot water and we can do dishes and laundry and take yeah. showers. It's been... It's been a crazy fun week. Yes, to say the least. And it's been a hot week. Oh. And it's going to be even hotter this week for us. Um, they're saying tomorrow might be the highest day on record in um, the whole, basically, upper Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. It's been a total heat wave big time. And they're talking about all the different um, t- temperatures in all these places like Seattle uh, might be the first time they've ever had two days back to back over a hundred degrees. And here tomorrow it'll be 109. And that's like unreal. Yeah. And Cause when we came at 15, everyone blamed us for bringing the heat for Iron Man. And it reached 107. Yeah. And then the heat for the Iron Man race this past Sunday was a hundred or 101. Mm-hmm. So still miserably hot and just, Terribly not fun at all. Not fun for the racers. But Josh and I went out there and took the kids and we went and cheered them on and cheered on the pros. And Emma volunteered yep. at the bike. But it, it was as bad as you would expect. There was a lot of attrition mm-hmm. on the course and people and athletes. Not staying hydrated. Yeah, enough. just falling apart and struggling and stuff. It's the typical way a race where it's a hundred plus degrees is going to happen. It's just, yeah, your body's not it's used to it. so hard. I mean, the pros, they're good. I mean, they're really good, but they do also finish like the, the lead pros. They finished at eight hours and they left at five. So they were, they were done at one and it's hot, Yeah, but it was only like 95 when they finished. Well, and keep going till about five o'clock when it's. So that one to five window is when it's miserable. Mm-hmm. That's when it, the sun's right over the top of you and it just beats down on you. And there's some shade on the run course, but not everywhere. And man, it is rough out there. And I've done it twice. And here in Coeur you've Coeur done Ironman more than twice. Yeah, but that race is absolutely brutal with the sun beating on you. There's but just no ride. about the ride. I mean, we were warm as spectators in 15. I know you guys are spectating this year, but that, it's hot. And that pavement just... So it was so hot. I, I ride, when I wear my bike shoes in the race, I ride barefoot. And it was so hot. I was pouring water down my shoes to cool the bottom of my feet off when I was pedaling because they were so mm-hmm. hot. I forget. Corey told me the temperature of the pavement they had off of it. It was some ridiculous number, like... 146 degrees or something like that off of the pavement when we were um, cycling out there during like the three o'clock time. It it was brutal. And I'll never forget. I was coming down off my second lap off of Micah Hill, Micah's climb out of the Micah Bay. 
and I was in okay shape. I was feeling it, but I was hot and miserable, but I was, I mean, I still finished a bike in a respectable time and I was going down the hill to finish and 10 miles from the finish, eight miles from the finish at that point. And most of it's pretty easy at that point. And there's a two mile climb that I was coasting down. And I remember getting at the last turn and you just kind of go down. You can see like half a mile, three quarters of a mile down the hill. You can see, and it was a line of people, like a train line of people. And most of them, not all of them, but a good amount of them were walking their bikes up the hill. Mm. And I looked at, I was just looking at them like, none of you are going to finish. Like it was so brutal. Like, there's no way you'd be able to walk that thing up there. But well, you took a nap on the run, as we say. I, I mean, my so my goal always <laughs> in an Ironman race. So the swim, when I'm when I'm training good, the swim and the bike. My whole concept is swim easy. It's cool. It's usually cool. It's usually cold water, so you never really have to worry about overheating. In most races, there are some races that are hot, like yeah. like Kona yeah. and uh, Cozumel, and there's various other courses that you can get warm on the swim. But overall, most of them are cooling. So you don't have to worry about dehydrating. You're still, you know, sweating per, per se, like in the water and burning a lot of calories. But I can get by on the swim. Like it's, if you're trained, cruise on through, no big deal. They gave you two hours and 20 minutes when you're in the water. I'm usually done an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes. And you hit the bike. And I think between the bike and the swim, they give you, 10 hours or nine and a half hours or something. I forget the number, maybe 11 and a half hours. I don't remember, but you know, bike um, for me, I'm kind of a bigger guy. I'm slow and I'm still finishing most bikes in the six to six and a half hour range. And that's because I'm cruising. Well, yeah, but you can also coast down those downhills too. Well, yeah, but my whole concept of that is I just have to finish those two. If I can finish those two, in six and a half hours and say an hour and a half total of the swim when you ha- count transition of mm-hmm. changing from s- swim to bike and from bike, bike to, to run. run. I'm, if I'm at eight hours, You're I happy. have nine hours to do a marathon. I can literally walk it and I've walked them before. <laughs> I've walked basically. You've, ha- you've one, done an Ironman with an injury. One, I walked most of it like 23 of the 26 miles. Another one I've walked probably 18 of the 26 miles because of an injury. And I mean, it's, if you can get there and you have nine hours, you can walk the marathon. It's not fun. It's not pretty. It's not enjoyable. You're not proud of it, but it, but it can be done. You're an iron man. And yeah. And all you gotta do is just, just keep going forward and just take your time and take your breaks, hydrate still and all that stuff. But you can still, I mean, it's a long time. It's brutal. Don't get me wrong. It's not fun, but it can be done. So that's my whole concept of the race. Basically. So how many hours do you have to finish an Ironman? Like 17. 17 hours. How long is the swim? 2.4? 2.4 miles. And then you bike? 112 miles. And then you run a marathon? 26.2 miles. And you 17 hours. Yeah. So the one year we did, Coeur d'Alene in 2015, we were up at 2.30. Mm-hmm. because you got to get nutrition in you before the race and you like to get in a couple hours before. But the problem was normally the races start at seven and you're done at midnight. So you're up at four. So you get decent. So you go to bed at nine or nine yeah. thirty. 
you don't really fall asleep till 10. If you get six hours of sleep, you're pretty happy. And that one, they moved the race start to like 530 yeah. or something like that, or 515 or something like the pros were in the water at five and yeah, we were in the water right after six, that. Like yeah. it was early. So because of the heat, they were trying <clears throat> to beat the heat. Right? Yeah. So, but you didn't get to bed till 10 still because oh, it's yeah. still light outside. You got like four hours of sleep and then you did all that stuff all day. For I took me 15 hours and 59 minutes and one second to finish my first race. And it was 107 and it was misery. And I was completely dehydrated. And you said when you got off, you'd never do it again. I would never do another triathlon (laughs) in my life. It was the stupidest (laughs) thing I've ever done in my life. And a week later, I signed up for my next one. Um, Yeah, it was brutal. But I just think it's amazing. You get four hours of sleep, go work out for 16 hours burn 10,000 plus calories, you know, 15,000 calories or whatever it may be. And then, you know, stay up, drink a beer, have some pizza, <laughs> go to bed about midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And your body just like, is no big deal. Like it just amazes me. You can do all that. So, but we always try to get up and go the next day either. Go, go, go swim, do something, go, go walk, walk, something. I got to move Go to the zoo, just something where you're moving. <laughs> try not to be in the car yeah. or on the airplane going home. It was not fun. What was your best race? Like your uh, best Arizona, twenty sixteen. I did eleven hours and forty five minutes with a five minute drafting penalty. Yeah, I'm would, still, I was still bitter still, about that. You are still bitter. We talked about that last yeah, night. I am bitter about it still because so. you got a drafting penalty going up a hill. Going uphill at the very end. Hmm. If anybody's ever done Arizona, uphill at the very end. So you're like, you're not going fast. I mean, it was an eleven hour and forty five minute finish. So it's not like I was going fifteen up the hill. I was going like nine. <laughs> And I was just, it was my last lap. So I was just like cruising at this point, like just get me to the top because the rest of it's all downhill. Well, most of it's flat downhill all the way back into town. And uh, Marshall was there and I thought it was a cyclist. And I thought he was trying to pass. And I glanced back and the wind was blown a little bit. So your ears, so when you wear um, the aero helmets, they wrap around your ears and you can't hear very well. It's a little like, so when the wind hits, it's like a wind tunnel. Mm. And I looked back and I just saw, oh, like I glanced back at a corner of my eye and there, there's a cyclist coming and you can't block them. And it's, it's a one lane road and it's just, there's cones and there's traffic. So you're like, oh, I don't want to block the person. So I just kind of stayed, stayed in line. And yes, was I behind somebody? Yes. But I was literally just coasting with them. Like I'm waiting for this guy pass. to pass and then I'm going to go around him and no big deal. I sat there for 10, 15, 20 seconds, like, is this dude going to pass? What's the hell is deal? So I look back and I'm like, no, he's still sitting right there. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to go. And that's when I look back again, I realized it was a marshal on a motorcycle that was just coasting alongside of us. And you have to make a, a move to pass if you're in the draft zone. You can't stay in it, basically for longer than 15 seconds. Like once you're there, you have to make a move within 15 seconds. If you don't, you either have to drop back out of the zone or pass them and, or you're drafting. And he came up and he hit like six of us. He's like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, I'm literally going uphill, like slow, like really slow. Like there is no draft effect right now. (laughs) I didn't argue. I didn't get mad or anything. Well, I was mad, but I didn't yell or anything at him. I was just like, I just shook my head and I was like, okay. So at the top of the hill, right when you turn around, there's a penalty box. So I stopped there and me and the other people, of course, we were complaining the whole time. I was, I I thought, 
I would explain my situation. Like we were going uphill, blah, blah. I'm like, I would have passed you guys had I known it was a marshal because I thought it was a cyclist, like a bicycle. And I'm like, I would have passed you because I could have gone faster. So it was actually technically slowing me down. So then I stopped on the for five minutes there, and then that downhill I hauled butt. I was so you were angry. Grouchy. I was pounding on the pedals, going and zoomed by a lot of people. So maybe it paid off in the end because. <laughs> Either I finished faster or I, I recovered or whatever, but I was still still bitter about that. It's all right. It was still your best race. But, yeah, because of the heat, we decided we needed a refreshing cocktail. One that might you might enjoy while sitting on the beach or at a lake. It's definitely, it can get you if you have too many of them. Yeah. Because you want to just keep drinking them. Yeah, it's a it's a secret. It's got a it's got a little sneak up on you and catch you if you're. It's called a painkiller. You're drinking them pretty good. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> so it's um, it's got a lot of ingredients and it does. It sounds like it's going to be super sweet, and it kind of is, but it kind of isn't with the acidity of the juices and stuff. But go for the recipe there. Okay, so it's one and a half ounces of a good high-quality rum and three-quarters ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of orange juice, half an ounce of lime juice, and then the fun part is one ounce of a coconut cream. That, I definitely think, makes it a little bit tropical. That's what makes it good. Yeah, and then we add ice, shake it, and then we like to serve it on crushed or shaved ice. shaved ice shaved ice was fun we've done that before if you have a machine for it it's mm-hmm. great and if you just have crushed ice it works fine too yeah the cool part with it is it's a very good tasting classy cocktail but it's like secretively juicy and sweet and yeah you don't rich. know there's it hides the alcohol well i think so you could definitely just be sitting on a hot day drinking um and they could catch up to you if you're doing it. And the high quality rum is like like a dark rum, like a. Um, I mean, you can use like a, a popular one as a Kappa Twenty Three. It's like a high end rum does really well in it. You don't necessarily need like a sweet spice, dark spice rum like a Kraken, but you can use that. But I think a good quality rum like Reeves Macambo Mexican rum. It's twenty year rum, and it's super it's delicious really in there. Well, you get that, like the spices from the yeah. rum. You still do taste that, right? But you don't need the sweetness of a Mm-mm. of a spiced rum. So that's why I say like a dark rum that's been aged, because those are not sweet per se. Okay. There is a certain aspect of sweetness to it, but it's not. No, it's not overly sweet. And you would, may think that the coconut cream would <clears throat> make it sweet, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's not bad. It's got it's, it's got balance. your sweetness, but I mean, obviously, got the citrus to balance it and mm-hmm. everything. But it's. Super good for summer. So when it's 109, yeah, this drink makes sense. Just getting us ready for the 4th of July, right? <laughs> yes. The, it's going to be a little bit cooler hopefully by then, but oh my gosh, it's been... Should just go back to double digits, not triple. Yeah. And they said 99 for us here. Well, there's a lot of people in this area that don't have air conditioning in mm-hmm. their homes and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know They're, how you live in yeah. it. I, I mean... Our AC has been running all day long. Yeah, I... We got to get this RAC looked at. I feel like the vents are like, I feel like the whole system is not efficient, but 
They that say it is. Our our old AC at our old home, it was like when you cranked that thing on, it cranked Your on house was cool. In, in like an hour. Yeah. It could be 83 and that house would cool off to 75 in like an hour or two. And this thing just runs, 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 runs. And so if anybody knows of any reasons why that is. Yeah, please share. Let, let us know. I mean, know. we do have four stories that it, it kind of, I mean, really we're like yeah. two, but then we have a step down sort of to a it's, 10 plus a basement. Well, so my, we've got a lot to cool off. My but, my thing is, it's not a lot to cool off. It's just I feel like it's the size of the unit with the like efficiency in the vents. Like the vents come on, you feel the air, and you're like, it's, it's hardly blowing. blowing out of there, yeah. and it runs literally for eight hours in a day, ten hours a day. Well, and it gets hotter in the house. Like yeah, it ends up it's running, and it's seventy eight, and then summertime the sun hits, and it's eighty one in the house. You're like, it literally gets hotter as the air is running because mm-hmm. it just can't keep up. So. Sure, that's not efficient. And all the blinds good, are closed, curtains are closed. Yeah, so fans are on. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but I think after summer here, we'll have to hit somebody up and have them come out and do like an assessment and look yeah. at everything because trying well, to call them right a patio now, is, cover too, that would trying help. to call them right now is impossible. It's it's the Idaho way. You just call them and like, hey, how soon are you out? Oh, you know, we're, we'll put you on the calendar. We'll see you maybe uh, October. Yeah, four or five months. Hmm. That's literally. A lot of stuff. It it baffles me. I wanted a fence. It was June. Can I get a fence? Yeah. May, I think we're looking at 2021. It's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're serious? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're looking probably February, March. I'm like, you do know that's nine months out. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how we're working right now. You need to hire more people. Yeah. You seriously need to get some more help if that's your thing. You know, oh, we're in November. I, I finally found somebody that could do it in 10 weeks yeah. out. And that was like, I'll take it. That's the best I can find. I'll take it. And I think that's completely out of control. Weird. It's crazy. I mean, our, our business, it was a week for most everything, unless it was a custom, custom item that we mm-hmm. didn't do in house. And it might've been the max was three to four weeks for a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff and that was customized stuff. And now they're, Put up a fence if that's like literally all you do. And they're like, oh, yeah, six months just blows me away. But it is what it is. It is. It's the it's Idaho, Idaho way. Slow your life down. And now there's nobody here to work. So can't figure that out. <laughs> no restaurants are open. It's tough. But do what they can do. We need to uh, put our plug in for our podcast for on Facebook. That's right. Yeah, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. I'm, I never post on Instagram. You were supposed to take that over. I was, but you haven't given me the rights uh, to it this is, I knew it. This is my fault. <laughs> I, I should know this. Just I've been married for 17 now. years. That's right. Together for 20, whatever it is. No, 20. Yeah, 24 years. years. I should know this. So it was going to be my fault. My bad. I'll just have to take your phone over. and Probably. Be easier. That might be the best way. Exactly. I, I'm down with that. <laughs> If I can remember. Yeah, we got a cool picture of our, oh, our picture of our uh, drinks. We did. We were getting ready so for we, 4th of July. We're getting so I put our, some cute yeah. little, I made some little 4th of July cocktail, I don't know, flags, banners, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we put a little Luxardo cherry on there. Yeah. For the fun of it. We're it just did, You don't have to do that, but it was kind of good to go with the no, drink. No, it really doesn't need a garnish. No. Nah. But, but it was, it was fun. fun. Yeah, it's, it looked it looked good. So 
Maybe this give is you what little... I would want to sip if I was sitting on the boat or sitting on the lake with my feet in. Yeah, maybe get a little idea on July 4th to, yeah. to go out there and sit there with your drink and have your little 4th of July little design okay. on the top of the drink. So yeah. check that out on our picture. I'll post that when you guys are uh, checking it out tomorrow on the podcast, listening to it. All of our millions of fans we have lined up. Yeah. We're going on our uh, podcast tour pretty soon. Yeah, we got. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we got lots of fans that want autographs. But yeah, have a good fourth. Yes, enjoy. Be safe. Blow up lots of things, but don't blow your fingers up. That's right. And I guess we'll see you next time. I think so. All right, guys, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.